Welcome into the Rickerton Park last day of Cup Day Gallops exclusive with Ed Patterson. We're going to find some winners, hopefully, but uh, we can't can't die without trying. And obviously, we had a massive collect on Wednesday at the Rickerton Park, so we, we're running around with a bit of confidence there. Three hundred and thirty thousand dollars collected on He's a Doozy. Sixty thousand dollars was the bet at five fifty. You. Shush, that is some good punting right there. Well done, lads, for finding that. Shout out the GOAT and Luke Kimmies. But we move on to Saturday. Let's find some more winners. Let's keep the ball rolling. Keep the train moving. Race number four, Rickerton Park. Feeling the power. Nice third, real nice. Good gate speed horse. Um, you know, really good third, I thought, and behind he's a doozy. Keep coming to the line. Barrier four here. Not not a lot in this race. I don't think that can come out on top here. 650 was definitely overs on open. So, yep, feeling the power. Jason Laking hops on. Decent gate. Rolls forward. Stays on speed. 1,400 metres suits. Loves the distance. Six starts. Three wins. One second. One third. Loves it. Loves it on top, clearly. Just get on. Just get on. Get on, ladies and gentlemen. Then we move to race number five. Race number five, the Radiant One. Second up. Any chance, any chance? The Dennis Bros, Tina Komanyagi, good gate. Sorry, that's the alarm. Uh, good gate. The Radiant One, Wowie, held up at Wingatui last start. Went absolutely traveling. Um, it was just, you know, it was one of those things where you could see the horse was going to win the race, but it never happened because, obviously, there was no gap on the fence, and it just never came. So that was... That was painful watch. But 10s and 3.30, I think, is definite overs for a horse that was traveling in behind them, ready to win. The Dennis Bros don't come up often and uh, not rob the uh, all the stakes dry. So hopefully the Radiant One can get up in race number five. Obviously, a little bit of respect around the Hemi Redipest. Redipest um, Craig Grills pays the bills and Lisa Ladder combining. That was a very good win at Rickerton. Um, sub 34, last 600 metres. So... Hemi Redipest is definitely uh, a maiden with a bit of ability uh, who's not who broke maiden's last start, so it's definitely going to be a, you know, a good horse moving forward. Um, but I think the Radiant 1 at 10s and 3s, you can definitely have a play. And, yeah, you, I mean, I, I look for a lot of green ticks there. It was travelling in behind the speed. It can definitely get some of this. Um, and it's just, you know, seems like a great bet. And then we move to race number 7, and it's 1,000 guineas time. Legato versus... The field basically, it's a dollar forty. Um, the next best is a six dollar chance, and that's best seller. Um, it's an interesting, interesting race. Um, I'm not too sure how you play around it if you just put the whole kitty on Legato, then maybe, but she's she's the best filly in the country, I think. Um, and a dollar forty for a good reason, only nine horses in it, so won't have to come around a lot. Um, she's probably winning this by about five lengths. So, yep, uh, if there's a market for her to win by about three or four more lengths, then get on that because I think that's going to be definite value. Um, and she's obviously an amazing looking horse. Then we move to race eight, 2,500 meter race. Going a wee bit rough here. Um, illicit miss. I made it my best bet a couple of weeks ago. Didn't fire, um, just settled off speed, and there was a sprint home, never in it. Um, really improved last start, running in behind second thought. Um, really game run, kept coming. Um, steps up in further trip. So illicit miss, Craig Girls, lightweight. Get me involved there. Get me involved. Um, I think 
I think the 54 kg on illicit miss is just going to be a nice, nice little weight to be carrying over the 2,500 meters. And it's going to be a great each way chance. Then we move to race number 10. And here's one that I really liked. Um, and Samantha Wynn tipped it out on our podcast to watch through cup week because it should be uh, getting some chocolates or being there or thereabouts. And it ran fourth. Uh, on the first Saturday of Cup Week, which was last weekend, and then steps up and trip um, to a 1600 meter on this Saturday, and her uh, yeah her run was fantastic, 33 and 18. Um, that is lightning. She fell out of the gates. Um, there was good reason for that though. Um, I don't. She's not that quick out of the gates normally, but over the 1600 meters, that shouldn't matter. Um, whereabouts she ends up, I'm not too sure. But if Samantha Wynn can you know, scrub her ears off early doors and hold a nice prominent position. This horse should be there or thereabouts. And 8.50 into six is already. I can see why there's money coming because it was a great, great run. So definitely keen to follow that in one more time and hopefully be rewarded. Then we go to the New Zealand Cup, which is race 11. And I'm just going to stick with the favorite here, or it used to be. No, it's not. Starry Bell's gone favorite, 4.50 into fours. And LJ is staying at the 4.50 quote. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a big unit and he's running home very nicely. Um, sub 34 second last 600 over a staying race. That's pretty got goddamn good in my book. Um, and obviously steps up to the 3,200 meters. He's rock hard fit. Tina Komanyagi, good jockey. Yep. I'm an, I'm keen to have each way play on that run on that one there. So that's the, um, the last day of cup week and it's been a ripper of a week. Hopefully we found a few winners and we'll be back to the regular scheduled programming next week. And uh, hopefully we bow out in the punters club with a whole bunch of profit and everyone's happy as Larry. So thank you for listening to this exclusive uh, Thoroughbreds podcast and see ya.